In this episode, I'm going to share with you what's going on with Digital Podcaster, some exciting new developments, what I've learned a little bit in the last couple months that I think will help you market your own stuff better and be more successful, learn from my mistakes and my successes so you can be more successful too. Stick around. This is the show for creative entrepreneurs who have a message to share and want to live a life of freedom. Learn how to grow your network and net worth. Hear from exciting guests and more. My name is Dylan Schmidt and welcome to Digital Podcaster. So if you didn't notice, I changed up the format of the podcast just a little bit, trying to make it more, uh, well, basically to put it simply, I'm trying to streamline it as much as possible. I'm always looking for ways I can make things more efficient. And one of the ways I can do that is by doing the show in the format I'm doing it now. Um, I have been doing a little bit less interviews than normal, probably because I got so much to share and not enough time to say it, but I'll still be doing interviews with people that uh, seem great to speak with from time to time. So some exciting new things that have been in the works that I have to share with you. I got to get it out because I'm really excited. Um, and I've used the word excited 18 times already this episode. So, uh, to give you some backstory, if you're new to digital podcaster, basically I'll give all sorts of, you know, behind the scenes look of what I'm doing, what's going on, how I came up with stuff. Um, also teaching on things that I've learned along the way that maybe I don't have a direct story to that I'm sharing with it. Although I try to incorporate a story into it, but a lot of the times I'll just share you know, things that, uh, um, is going on, uh, when these, when I'm doing these solo episodes, because I think, well, I know for me, when I hear other solo podcasters share from their own experiences and their own stories and what's going on, there's a lot of value in that because there's just not really an outlet to hear some of that stuff sometimes. And especially when we're talking like online business podcasts and all that good stuff, when you're in an interview episode, you can only pick so much up from what's going on. And sometimes we just want to know. And I kind of like to look at it as the things maybe you wonder, but don't ask. And I share it in a way that is hopefully valuable for you, not you just hearing me talk about myself, because that's not the goal of this episode is me just sharing like that. Uh, Which brings me to the first thing I wanted to share with you is why I love solo podcasts and documenting things in this way is because how cool is it? to be able to look back in a couple of years from now and look at what's been recorded. I can say that even uh, I'm in the uh, number of episodes around sixties. I know I'm in the sixties. I think I'm around like 62 or 63 or 64. I don't, I, don't, I kind of lose count, but already so far, like if I look back at the, any episode, it's cool to see. It's almost like a journal entry, no matter what kind of episode it is, but it's also, you know, one day, Anybody could go back and hear even me talking like this, even or if it's just me in the future, someone in the future. And they're like, wow, Um, another way you could do that is looking at social media, right? We all evolve as creators and as we're publishing content and things like that. And it's cool to go back and look, you know, if I, if you were to scroll back on my own Instagram timeline on digital podcaster, you would see how I've evolved over the last year and, you know, the production has gotten dialed in more and more. My messaging has gotten dialed in more and more. I probably sound a bit more confident because what was once, you know, took a lot more energy to do or construct or think of if I'm doing this right, then takes less. So naturally it gets easier and less 
stuff in the way of me sharing my message and getting it out there. With that being said, um, I, I, and if you are new to digital podcaster, I've been doing this podcast for under a year and I've been, uh, having digital podcaster, my company, which is more of a podcast coaching and consulting company. Uh, that's been going on for about a year and a month at this point. And prior to that, for years, I was helping people with their podcasts, but not doing anything behind the microphone, not recording my own content. And a lot of what I was good at doing, not, not was, I am good at doing is repurposing content for clients. So I'd work with a lot of uh, educators, teachers, um, people that are sharing their knowledge around a certain subject, for example. And I would take that content and repurpose it into um, content for all sorts of things, primarily podcasts and social media. So I have a lot of experience doing that. I'm talking hundreds and hundreds of episodes, hundreds and hundreds, possibly thousands of social media posts that have gotten millions and millions and millions of views that have generated in millions of dollars, which is cool to say. And it's not something I think about too often because I'm just in go mode. But what does it you know mean to me? What am I going to do when I reflect on that number? Um, it's just a number. It's cool. Uh, but I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. And it's funny how it took me. Okay, here's a here's a great example. It took me years to figure out, oh, I could publicly help people with their podcast. I could create something like Digital Podcaster, help people with their podcast, and create a business out of that because I was so focused on helping just one-to-one clients. And I was like, ah, I don't want to do, I don't know what I would talk about on the microphone. What would I say? What could I possibly share on social media? You know, that's for somebody else. And it took me so many years to finally get over that of, um, you know, that feeling of, I don't have anything to say to just share what I, I know and not figure out something to say, just share what I know. Cause I know certain things to be true. And it took me a little bit of getting angry, I guess, at seeing people not put out good information or gatekeep, meaning that they, they were trying to safeguard the good information for, you know, their paid stuff. And I'm like, uh, and it's been my mission since day one to make my paid stuff better than people's free stuff. But yeah, so I don't safeguard anything. There's just only as much as I can tell you in a podcast episode, for example, um, or YouTube video or an Instagram post. Like I know that there's so much more to give. Like that's only a slice of information, but that slice of information, I'm going to give you everything I got. I'm going to be present with it. I'm not going to be checked out or constructing it in some way that's going to, oh, I'm going to hypnotize you into doing it. No, not that at all. Just strictly giving you value. That's my focus. So um, with that being said, it took me so many years to get from, <laughs> I, like, it's such a bummer to think about, honestly. Like, yes, I know I got a lot of experience, but part of me just is like, you know what? Five years ago would have been cool to, to see this. Ten years ago would have been cool. I get goosebumps thinking about it. And it honestly makes me like a little, um, like, not sad for the time wasted because it's all not time wasted. It does make me a little bummed out, I guess, because I think of all the times I like oh, how much more of an impact I can make with more time. Right. Time's the most valuable thing. So uh, fast forward to today, though, <laughs> in the present moment, Dylan's living in the past a little bit too much at the second <laughs> uh, getting present with it. 
what I, uh, what I found though is doing digital podcasts, you're doing this podcast, sharing my message has helped me in so many different areas that I didn't really see. And one of the things I've learned is, you know, just putting yourself out there, not getting, trying to get it perfect, not trying to get everything packaged in a way that's going to make sense to everybody. Cause that won't happen. I could make the, in my opinion, the coolest, most valuable thing, the most groundbreaking idea. And I don't get any feedback that it's cool or groundbreaking. And then I could share something that I've just known for a while that I thought was obvious to everybody. And I'm like, well, I don't think anyone needs this. I share that. And then people are like, this is amazing. And I'm like, huh? And it's hard as a person that's sharing content to figure out what that is and like what's obvious and what's not obvious. And you don't want to blend in. You want to be unique. Uh, Let me rephrase that. I don't want to blend in. I don't want to be, you know, just another person that is regurgitating the same information because I want to be unique. Like that's, that's what I want to do. Um, But not at the cost of like not connecting with anybody. I want to connect with people and I want to be unique, which is a little bit, I guess, of a, is it a dichotomy? Uh, Is that the right word? So uh, all that to say It took me, let's say, however many years to figure out, oh, podcasting was my jam. And then a week ago, exactly seven days ago from when I'm recording this, I had like this brain download. And if you've been listening for a while now, it's the third time I've said that, sorry. um, I created a a social media news site. I wouldn't say company because we're not selling something yet, Uh, but it's called Simple Social News. And I report the news every day. Monday through Friday. Um, and it's just the top three headlines of the day. And it's got thousands and thousands of followers and uh, people that look forward to it every day. And it's cool. And it takes me about five or 10 minutes. It's the opposite of what I do with Digital Podcaster. There's no personality. It's a repeatable framework. And I'm going off on a little tangent here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started that. But that idea came to me. That's why I'm saying this. Came to me on a couch one night. I was sitting with my dog just scrolling, probably trying to not scroll on social media, just relaxing. And the idea just popped in my head clear as day. It's called simple social news. Where did the idea come from? I don't know. It's called simple social news that you're going to, this is the frame, like this is the format. You should say the news. The tagline came to me. I'm talking within like immediately. It was like, it was always there, but it just popped in my head. I can't explain it. That's the best I can explain it. And it was news for people who don't like the news. And since I record and I recorded the first video, I got the domain. Somehow everything was available, secured all that, uh, set it all up, recorded the first video, published the first video from literal idea to execution on the first video. It was an hour and that just unfolded. And I, I've been doing it Monday through Friday since uh, I haven't missed the day unless I uh, went on vacation in April uh, that was the only time. And I don't do holidays, so I didn't do 4th of July. Um, but yeah, and it just grows and grows and grows. And I don't know you know, where the the idea came from, I guess my own experience, all that stuff. It's not the point. It's just that it downloaded in my head that it previously wasn't aware to me. Then it was like, do this. And it took off. Like Immediately, I was getting feedback immediately from, and I didn't promote it on digital podcast or anything. And then... Fast forward to like a week ago, um, it's a Thursday and I'm just like kind of winding down for the day and, and, you know, 
home alone and I'm just like, hmm, well, I'm going to uh, try and not do some work. Like I'm going to try and relax. Like I need to take it easy in the evening, maybe just step away from the computer. And then it hits me again. And it's like the same thing that happened with the news. Whether you're a podcaster, TikToker, Instagrammer, YouTuber, an artist, or just a person who makes stuff and shares it online, and you're maybe a little tired of doing things solo, I'm inviting you to join us in the Creator Club. The Creator Club is made up of individuals who all have a similar goal, make an impact. We have weekly live calls, topic-focused discussions, areas for feedback, templates and resources to help you grow. You can try the club out for seven days free right now by visiting www.thecreatorclub.com or just look in the show notes of this episode. Join the Creator Club today. Except I wasn't on the couch with my dog. I was actually, I think I was like cleaning up or something from my desk. It was around like five o'clock when I usually wrap up and it all came to me. I was like, I wonder if the domain content clips is available. Then I was like, that's, that name's probably taken. Like that's, that's a common, those are common words. It's a common name. And it all came to me <laughs> again, content clips, an effortless way to share your message or an effortless way to leverage your message. So I look up the domain. What do you know? It's available. All of the, uh, not subdomains, but the different endings like .net, .co, .io are available too. So I grab those and I'm just like, within like literally five minutes, I send a DM on Instagram to Seema, who's been on the podcast twice uh, because she had messaged me. I had opened up Instagram. I had saw, and then I just sent her like this whole thing. I was like, Hey, I just thought of this idea five minutes ago. Like, what do you think of this? And she was like, I think whatever it was, it was very encouraging. She's like, that's my biggest pain point. I'm like, okay, Awesome. So, uh, I know it's a lot of people's pain point, like creating video from content that you already make, like repurposing content, which is something, again, like I said, I've done hundreds, if not thousands of times that's gotten millions of views for people. It's obvious to me. It's not obvious to people. And I see with a lot of podcasters, they don't know how to take their podcast video content and transform it into video clips for social media. And I share how to do that in podcasting Academy, but not everybody's in podcasting Academy and not everybody has time to make their own clips in their own way. And I lay that all out in podcasting Academy, but not everyone has time to do that because sometimes, you know, I'm talking to solopreneurs, I'm talking to entrepreneurs, I'm talking to busy people and I get, we're all busy. And so the thought was like, Oh, I know how to do this really well. Like there is a secret sauce to it. That um, is not exactly a secret. I'm going to share exactly a little bit about that. Um, but and I'm not, again, like I said at the beginning, I'm not trying to safeguard any of this stuff. I'm just trying to paint the picture. So how I came up with the idea and how it's gone to where it's going, <laughs> uh, where it's at and where it's going, because it's rather exciting. And I think it's important to share this. So she's like, that's one of my biggest pain points. So I create a video. I download with, without her asking, because she's, she's a friend and high level trust. I download one of her Instagram live videos. I think it was from earlier that day. I make a content clip. I send it back to her. She's like, uh, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, I just 
made this, you know, feel free to post it. And she posted it, I think the next day or two days later, and it did pretty well. Um, and basically like, yeah, it all came together. It was basically, I take your long form content, chop it up, make it highly optimized social media posts. And that's it. And the next like four people I told were like, this is my biggest pain point. I'm like, awesome. That's a reassuring sign when all you hear from people is this is my biggest pain point. And I still, it's funny because like a big part of me is like the, the negative self-talk of this isn't a real business or this, this is something anybody could do. Um, (laughs) and I'm realizing like, it's not really no matter like the, if we took all of the people (laughs) in the, let's just take on the internet, the billions of people on the internet. Then we like took a subsection of those people. Like if you narrowed it down, there's actually a very few number of people that can repurpose content effectively. And who knows what their business is like? I don't, I mean, I've worked with some of these repurpose companies. Uh, I'm not going to like talk bad about them, but they, I've, I, have seen flaws, I guess, or I've seen areas where I think they could be improved. And I'm not trying to be some video magical editing company that's making these B roll using stock footage and all this stuff. That's not what this is. It's simple. It's straightforward and it's effective. And it's funny. Cause like I've gotten so much good feedback already on it and people saying, I need this, I need this, I need this, which was different when I started digital podcaster, people were like, I would love like your help, but they weren't like, I need to hire you like right away. It wasn't that same response. They were more like, Oh, how do you work with people? And it was a little bit more of a slower conversation. A large part of that, because like my messaging wasn't clear of, you know, exactly who I help, how I help you, that kind of thing. Um, so it's not a, a knock at myself or anything. It's just, it's been so clear with content clips. So people have reached out and it's just so funny. Cause like I take my own stuff, for example, when I did digital podcaster, I got feedback and response and I could tell like, that's what kept me going in the beginning. I could see response from people that they're like, I like what you're saying. And I'm like, cool. I use that to push forward and then look at something like the news uh, thing I created immediately got response. I use that feedback to move forward. And then content clips, people are like, I want to give you money. Um, like I'll, I'll pay you for this example you made me. And I'm like, hold on, let's just, let's take it slower. Um, which is funny because many people that get into business, especially if people are like, I want to give you money. It's like, let's hurry up. Let's go. Let's get paid. Um, I'm like, oh, let's make this sustainable for both the creator, the person who's delivering it to me and me being able to take care of everybody and at a quality level and not make this some exorbitant like cost for, for me and for them. Um, so that's not like I'm pausing or lazy or anything like that. It's just, um, taking the due diligence for respect to each step, whether that's onboarding, um, making the clips, all that stuff. Um, so just, just recognizing the process, which, uh, has come together actually fairly quickly and clearly for me as well, um, which is all good stuff. Um, again, sharing all this so you can hopefully use it and kind of pick apart, which maybe you resonate with. Um, so that being said, um, it just goes smoother and it's just interesting because I've gotten so many great comments on content clips, but at the same time, there's been like only one comment that stands out to me that was like negative. 
And it was just person like, oh, great. Another person making clips, something like that. And I look at their site and they have this like fake site. And I know I'm, you know, amplifying a hater voice, whatever, uh, a troll, but it's just cracking me up because I'm like, they don't make original content and they're trying to repurpose other people's content and not give credit. And they're giving this whatever. Um, and I stay away from the comments for the most part. Uh, as far as digital podcaster, the comments are generally nicer. Not so on YouTube. People seem to be angrier there. If you're watching this on YouTube, I don't know. You might not, you're probably not an angry one if you made it this far. Uh, you're, I'm most likely not. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to share that because I think it's interesting on the different uh, smoothness to it and how important feedback is in the beginning. Like content clips, which I really see as being a, well, the things I do, I, I, like I see Podcasting Academy as a scalable, thriving business that grows and evolves with the podcasting industry and the podcasting community. I see that. So I double down on that. Content clips, I see how it scales and adds to um, the long form content creators, uh, how it fits. I see that. And the news, I see how that fits. Like, I get it. And it's interesting to me, like, it would be very hard to do this stuff without feedback. And people are like, do it because you love it. And honestly, I feel like a little bit sick of that conversation in a way, or sick of hearing that in a little bit of way, because like that only gets you so far. Like I talk to people who are drained and they, they just push through and they only talk about what they want and it's because they love it. Um, and if, and a lot of like, not a lot, but like some, some of you, and it might be you listening, like if you're not getting feedback, uh, and I'm not saying you live and die by the feedback. It's like you use that feedback to grow, to evolve, to make things better. Because if you're just doing it for yourself, and I said this on a podcast, I believe a couple of weeks ago, if you're just doing it for yourself. It's just kind of selfish, really. Like I'm not making this podcast for myself to hear myself talk. I don't, I hear myself talk enough when I'm going through clips for social media and stuff like that. Like I'm kind of actually, I get really sick of hearing myself talk, not doing this for me. I'm doing this for you, the person listening. And if you're, that's why I just think if you're like only doing it for yourself, it just gets to be this thing. And it almost places more importance on the feedback because then it puts your worth on those comments, whether they're good or bad. The reality is it doesn't necessarily matter if they're good or bad comments. It's just that feedback and that um, when you publish it, it's like a feedback loop, right? I put it out in the world. I want to know that I'm being heard, right? If I was just talking at a wall, then that feels like um, discouraging. I'd feel like I'm going a little bit crazy. If I had been publishing for the last year uh, on Digital Podcaster and the different things I'm doing and didn't get any feedback, I would dry up like a sponge. And there was a point, and I talk about it, uh, I haven't talked about it recently, last couple of months, but talked about it before, uh, where I got help with Digital Podcaster on Instagram uh, through my uh, friend, uh, but a uh, person that he helps uh, Instagram grammars, Instagrammers, Instagram people, businesses, <laughs> entrepreneurs, solopreneurs. Uh, he helps people with their Instagram marketing, but he kind of was able to help me run things for about two months in the beginning. And I could kind of focus on other things, which really freed me up mentally, but also got me over the hump of, there were plenty of times where nobody was paying attention, where I felt like I was almost 
Like I knew I had all this knowledge, but I was battling, I guess, imposter syndrome and that kept me stuck. So I'm publishing, but I'm not really hearing anything. And I'm just like, you know what? I know I got all this good stuff, but like, what's the point? I'm just getting lost in a sea of noise. And what helped me get over that at that period was having somebody else help me. Um, so, you know, I don't know exactly what that looks like for you. It looks different for everybody and everyone's at a different stage, but I will say, you know, I guess in a way when I create podcasting Academy and the support that we include in there, part of that is to get people like over that hump of where you feel like people don't care or you're not making that splash that you want to be making because it's important to make a splash. I'm not, and never have been in the game of just like playing small and doing this little thing. No, I want to do big things. I want to help as many people as possible. If I was putting a number on it, I want, you know, let's just throw it out there. Let's just aim ridiculously high for the moon. I want to help a million people in podcasting Academy. You know, I want to help a million people or more. Let's just say for the universe, let me rephrase that. I want to help a million plus people with podcasting Academy. I want to help a million plus people with content clips. I want to reach a billion people with simple social news. Um, and so that is basically, I guess where I'm at. Um, and I share that just because, yeah, if you're experiencing like a hump, nobody's paying attention, get help. Uh, it's underrated what help can do for you. And that looks different for everybody. It might be podcasting Academy. It might be content clips. It might be neither of those. It might be something else. It might be a therapist. You know, that's something else that's helped me get over the humps many times is, you know, I talk to my therapist. Uh, it depends sometimes once a month, sometimes every other week. Um, but I'm a huge fan of taking care of your mental health and that energy is how you stay in the game. So you got to protect that energy and use that energy where it's most beneficial. Um, so I guess at the end of the day, and the point of this episode is just get help when you need it. Here is how, you know, I've helped others and here's how I've received help. Um, but I want you to know that if you're not making a splash and you know that you should be, or you feel that you deserve to be making a bigger splash, that is not a reflection of you or your worth or what it is that you can provide to your community. It's about time. You just get the help you need to get to the next level. Cause we, all I said this before, we all need help to get to the next level. And if you're doing everything yourself, you can only take yourself so far, but we go so much further together. That's why it's important that you get the support to help you get to the next level. If you have big dreams, if you just want to make a little splash, cool, just do it all yourself. I don't do it all myself by any means. Definitely not the point of this episode is the thing like, look at all these things I do. No, um, I try to share all the resources along the way. Um, you know, even with content clips right after I came up with the idea, I share how I got immediate feedback from SEMA, um, and just then starting getting more feedback. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, so utilizing that feedback and then knowing that you can trust, uh, that feedback to move forward is important and having those feedback sources are important, super important. Um, so that's all I got for you today. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review. If you want to see, this is not an ad or anything like that, um, but it's more of just, uh, um, it feels like a, I got to include it because so you could see it. So there's like some life to it, I guess. But uh, if you haven't or uh, want to know more about Content Clips, just go to contentclips.com. Um, and that's all I got. I will see you in the next episode. Hope you're doing great. I will talk to you soon.